Live life the Edgecorp way. Punch the clock. Keep your head down. Collect your pay. This is the day-to-day -day reality of working stiffs in a rough galaxy. But when the crew of the cargo freighter Calamity fails to catch break after break, their lives are turned upside down. Bad cargo, spiraling debt, and a woman's life on the line. All with the Golden League crime syndicate breathing down their necks. It's no surprise that these blue-collar folks get desperate enough to take any job. Can't let danger or moral compromises get in the way of their bonus checks. So goes life, far beyond the stars. Uh, before we get started with the episode, gentle listeners, uh, new segment alert. This is the Patreon wow, plug segment wow, wow. of the episode start, <laughs> where we talk about our Patreon and how podcasts do cost money to make. And we do enjoy making this. It is a lot of fun for us. But there are server costs and our time and a bunch of other tools that we use to make this experience as streamlined as possible for everybody listening. So if you have fundage available, uh, please do head on over to fantasticworlds.cash where you can pick one of our many tiers of fabulous Patreon rewards and help support the pod. Uh, my favorite reward is that we have a whole other show where we do even more wacky shenanigans that Jess GMs for us. I would say that is That's the right. most chaotic of our three shows. That is high. Truly. If you enjoy the chaotic elements of this show, <laughs> you will love the greatest show on earth where a bunch of uh, chaotic circus freaks go on an epic adventure uh, led by our intrepid ringmaster <laughs> Jess and shenanigans happen and it's a really good time so yes if you want to hear us at our most unhinged that it's the some of those episodes we record at night which makes us <laughs> extra crazy it's, it's a wild <laughs> ass yep. time truly mm -hmm. <laughs> it is very much far beyond the stars after dark <laughs> and you should go you should go check that out. Uh Heidi is not on it. I'm too innocent to be on the After Dark episode. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. We have to protect Heidi's precious ears. <laughs> oh, she no. cannot know <laughs> she cannot know the things of which we speak on that show. She's too pure. <laughs> but it is a good time. If you're not pure or you'd like to become less pure, you should go check that out at Fantastic Worlds Pod. <laughs> or, sorry, at Fantastic Worlds Duck Cash. End segment. That was a really good one. I really like it. It's my new favorite segment on any of these podcasts. <laughs> good segment. Really good. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Now that we've gotten that out of the way and we're all feeling super hype about money, uh, you guys would presumably like to make some. So we're going to go ahead yeah. and, and truck yeah. along. Quick recap of events thus far. Hired by the Golden League crime boss slash ballads ex-lover, Sinjin. You all quit Edgecorp and mustered out using your severance packages to secure entry to a starship factory orbiting Avalon. You were able to find and steal the Oliphant, a transport ship equipped with experimental null space cargo holds developed by Aline Rosora, an executive vice president in Edgecorp and... Miss Fanny's sister, from mm. whom she is deeply estranged. Oh, dear. Yes, yes. Mm. Indeed. 
You headed out for the rendezvous with Sinjin's agents, patched up some personal strife between a few of you on the way, which was great. Good job. Very emotionally healthy for this crew. But once you got there and had time to scope out the situation, y'all smelled a rat. Captain Friday called in his good friend Tarika, your former <laughs> Edgecorp dispatcher and unofficial fifth member of the crew, apparently, to break the tie about whether to follow through with the handoff or keep the ship and bail. And Tarika, as bold a soul as ever there was, uh, also sensed danger and also a decent business opportunity. So she said, fuck it. Let's take it. That's cool. That happened. And you're now heading back to Absalom Station to meet up with her, hoping that she has found you a job in the meantime. You're in the drift now. And it's going to take you about six days. I rolled it before we started the session. Uh, You have a nice long chunk of time to get familiar with your new ship and to also make any uh, preventative changes to avoid detection to like the ship's id or the name because you can assume at this point you are very high on the shit lists of both aline and sinjin cannons to the left of us cannons to the right of us uh yeah uh i well we did do last last episode if i remember right i uh saren did a computer's check and cleared out any nasty little bugs that could have like given a surprise later on yep and definitely given an ID, different ID and a different name, I think is important. So I think Friday when we were sitting down for a meal of some sort, he goes, Oh, you're all going to gather in the galley. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We get your fresh brand new here. galley with your brand new fancy kitchen. Yeah. We got hydroponics with fruit and veggies. That makes, that makes Friday very happy. Well, y'all, uh, it's, it's come time for us to figure out. We're going to have to get this thing changed as much as possible. So I think that means a new name. And, uh, you know, uh, Saren, we got to get some new ID codes plugged in here. Uh, hey, buddy, I, I, I have a thought for a name, but I, w- I don't want to I don't want to push my idea through to everybody. Before I suggest mine, why don't you guys all uh, why don't you guys throw out some ideas if you have any? I've been thinking about some names. Um, first one that comes to mind is Timothy. Timothy, Timothy instead of Oliphant. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I think it's better than Oliphant, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> a little, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll put that on the maybe oh, list. Heidi, you're killing me. <laughs> Please name your ship the Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. <laughs> no one will I, be able to realize it's us. <laughs> I Yeah, no, that's a great disguise. Sinjin will never figure it out. <laughs> Yeah, if there's one thing I know about that guy, he's real dumb. <laughs> he's real dumb. <laughs> we could get the spay, uh, uh, spray paint uh, Timothy Oliphant on the side of it. Like people paint their van with a majestic <laughs> unicorn in oh, front of the moon. Yes. You know what I think? We should have a conceptual yes. name. So we should just have a big picture of a cool wizard on the side. Um, <laughs> like a van, like one of those vans. Yeah. And that's the name of the ship. It ha- doesn't it's have a name. A it's like Prince. It's just a symbol. <laughs> just Ponder my The ship orbs. formerly known as the Oliphant. <laughs> Again, <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> it's the best possible disguise. 
It's really under the radar because no one will have any questions about a ship with no name flying into a dock. <laughs> just a cool wizard pick. This is a cool wizard Freddy pick. Goes, okay, we got Timothy. We got a weird symbol uh, of a wizard. Ballad <laughs> did not say that. <laughs> that was pure jest. Ballad has no opinion on this. She's just kind of like, huh, I don't know. I'm not. I've never been good at naming things. We could call it Sinjin. Oh, haha. Yeah, that's going to draw his attention immediately. If anything, we should call it Ballad because he is a simp for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe less now. <laughs> maybe. Uh, what about you, Relora? Oh, what's that? Uh, I'm picturing her. So my mom um, used to always be heating up tortillas while we were eating. <laughs> so she'd be always be the last to eat because we would all just be eating and she'd be at the comal, heating the tortillas, bringing them to the table. So by the time we were done eating, like she would get her plate and sit down. So I'm picturing Rolores in a kind of a similar, um, she'd be sitting down, but going to chop extra whatever, be it garnish, the you know, tortillas to bring in. And so she's like in and out of the table. So I'm picturing her back to the the crew while she's just absentmindedly, you know, I don't know, putting extra seasoning on some croutons or what have you. And really honestly, like, oh gosh, I don't, I don't even know. Uh, so when, you know, she hears her, her name, she's like, oh, uh, those are all nice. Yes. I just thought of a funny one. What if we called it the heist? <laughs> I do love a good heist, especially when it's been hoosted. We hoosted it. <laughs> yes, call it the heist. Um, call it stolen call- property, too. <laughs> <laughs> call it the competence porn. <laughs> yeah, the competence porn. <laughs> I I've got a serious one. Um what about what about Void Jammer? <gasps> I love that. <laughs> and we'd be I mean, we are Jam already the calamity void. crew, but like maybe we'd be we'd be the Void Jammers or just Jammers. <laughs> like Jambot. <gasps> oh, once you mentioned Jambot. Well, that perfect that? mascot. That does have a nice ring to it. If we did have commercials, Jambot would have to be our our little mascot. Uh, yeah, the only suggestion I had is when we left the ship, our our previous home, I uh, I took that name back and call sign, so we could always take take the calam. We can always do all this. Maybe maybe do a, like call it the calamity too if we wanted to. That's that was my only <laughs> idea. Uh, oh. Wouldn't Edgecorp be on the lookout for their missing property? Well, oh, the cala- well, I, I named the ship Calamity. They didn't have it in their system. <gasps> You're right. That wasn't the registered catalog well, for that ship. Well, I, I, I do like the name Calamity, but I do think that much like nicknaming something the Timothy Oliphant or, or, or stolen property heist... <laughs> It might alert the wrong people that that this is uh this is not a ship that should be in our possession. I'm gonna submit the trailblazer. 
Ooh. That's my official submission. What about the Andromeda? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. 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 <laughs> For more Andromeda adventures, please tune in to our Rain of Winter adventure path. <laughs> you know, she's probably still around somewhere out in the universe. Well, we won't know until the end, will we? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? We haven't finished Rain of Winter yet. She might be dead. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, it's like I can't say that because who knows what's gonna happen. What was that suggestion you had again, Sarah? Void Walker, Void Void Jammer, Void Jammer. Um, so I do like uh, Trailblazer. I don't care either way. I think they're both tight, and specifically Jammer, not just because of Jambot, but also um, on Castrovel, there's a specific type of ship, uh, and Saren sort of like. Gesticulating wildly as as she's talking, like uh, it's a, ty- a specific type of ship called a windjammer. It's a three masted ship um, that was used to sail the the, the seas of Castrovel years years ago. Um, so I, since we're sailing the void, it seemed seemed appropriate. I like it. It's got my vote. I do like that. All for void jammer. Let's do this. Hip hip hooray! Hip hip hooray! <laughs> Bing! The first Huzzah. inaugural meeting of the Void Jammers. <laughs> oh my God, I love that name. Can you get Jambot to do some kind of artist drawn on the outside? <laughs> oh, you do not want Jambot to draw on the ship. That would be bad. <laughs> I could do it. <laughs> I I trust you to do it, Saren. If you want to upgrade the ship's transponder transponder code and name uh you're going to need to make a computers check for me okay first dice roll a book two yeah because partially what you're doing here is that because you know it's it's just like having a car ships ships need to be registered so you're also switching out the registration with um either legitimate registration documents or falsified ones it is going to be hard for you to get a legitimate registration done considering you don't have any proof that this ship actually belongs to you. <laughs> Ooh. Saren will also approach Relora and say, Relora, um, you seem to be pretty good with computers. Um, do you think you could potentially give me some backup and see if there's anything that I miss while, uh, while I'm working? Oh, absolutely. Uh, yes. I think we work really well together and, I learned a whole lot already in our first sweep. Uh, first sweep, absolutely. So that is just me mechanically requesting an aid check if if we are allowed to have an aid on this roll. Yeah, absolutely. You like you know uh, you two you two both have some expertise at it. Uh, who is making who's making the computer roll? The and who's making role. the aid? Yeah, I'll do okay. the plus two. Okay, uh, go for it, Saren. All right, just rolling on Hero Lab. And I just uh, noticed I had a hero point, and you know how I feel about having those accumulated. I'm going to zero that out at the beginning of the episode. Oh, so, yeah, absolutely. Sarah, you don't want to hang on to those. Boo. I was like, <laughs> one out of three? I'm like, I'm going to roll with these hero points. Too many. So, Saren, go ahead and give yourself advantage on that, too. Um, okay. Uh, so, my first roll was a 17 on the die for a 28 total. Oh, nice. Um, rolling again with that hero point. I rolled a 19 on the die for a 30. Oh, <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Both, both pass. 
it's good enough. If no one's looking too close, it's sure. uh it yes. should it should be fine. It's uh as far as as far as you're concerned. But you are able to plug in new registrations, swap that out, scrub the old, and update the ship's name. The ship now appears to anyone checking its transponder as the void jammer. Oh yeah. Well, there's some outdated transponder codes, but they should still work. Oh, you asked for nice. my assistance. I had to pop out three more arms just to keep up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, physically, of course, it's still the silhouette is still the same. Uh, if anyone is looking out a window or uh, being or a view screen or being able to see something on a long on a long range scanner, the silhouette of the ship will still be the same. But the Oliphant is essentially just a retrofitted sledgehammer, which is a pretty common Edgecorp freighter design. So, and and they did that on purpose because they wanted it to look relatively innocuous. It would, wouldn't look like a good target for pirates. Smart. So that has the double-edged sword of it. Once you've changed the codes and changed the name, it looks like just any other Edgecorp freighter. It, you know, it, it doesn't look special. <laughs> Good job. Try I'm, finding us now, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> we will outsmart you. <laughs> we all have, we've all grown evil mustaches and we're twirling them. Amazing. <laughs> Love it. You pop back into the material plane of existence in Absalom Station space. No longer Edgecorp employees feeling the crushing pressure of trying to keep up with your quotas and barely making ends meet. You have new pressures, of course, but there's a sense of triumph and excitement underlying your nerves. What will happen to you now? As the massive space station with its graceful dome and the spike that descends far out of view gets closer in the bridge's view screen of your new state-of-the-art freighter, you're all struck by the fact that for the first time in a while, you can't be sure what your futures hold, but whatever it is will be yours to determine, together with this little family that you chose to run with. As you get closer, you follow a set of instructions Tarika forwarded to Miss Fanny's station. She's secured you a berth for the time being in one of the station's massive arms and wants to meet up in Docking Bay 87, which will likely cause some raised eyebrows for you because you have docked Calamity at Docking Bay 87 before on the few jobs you had shipping cargo out to EOX. It's mostly reserved for starships traveling to or from there. Uh-oh. Guess we know Uh-oh. what that means. Uh-oh, <laughs> SpaghettiO. Uh-oh, SpaghettiO. What could that possibly mean? <laughs> Ooh, Are you going to bump about into this. some undead people? I don't know. <laughs> I don't so much mind that as I'm considering the fact that that's where I faked my own death or like, you know, <laughs> ostensibly that's where I died. <laughs> yeah. Friday has some uh, trepidations about Eoxian too, so... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure, Saren's not feeling great. <laughs> I don't, yeah, how, I don't, how, do, how does Saren feel about Eoxians in general, given your reaction to the marooned one? Mm-hmm. Hmm. <sighs> I kind of feel like, I kind of feel like she's fine with most Eoxians. I think because... Most Eoxians are probably not 
don't have like this sort of malevolence and even look the same because they're totally different species, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, it's maybe she's a little bit like uncomfortable around around undead, but is not so is not so worried that you know they're going to try something. Mm-hmm. So I think she's pretty fine. Okay. Yeah, because the Oxians are mostly um, Alabrians, which were the the native species of Eox before they, uh, you know, completely wrecked their planet and transformed themselves into uh, a species of undead people. But there are the occasional uh, people. People find the idea of unliving forever very appealing. So there are also ghouls of that Eoxians have transformed into the undead that are from different species but that makes sense i kind of think that if with saren it's it's less about the undead nature and more you know in um in the battle she you know she realized what this thing was even before even before like seeing it so it's less about it's less about specifically the undead nature and more about this thing is going to try and keep me and my friends trapped somewhere alone on, you know, unsafe for eternity. So that's fair enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause most Eoxians seem totally fine with the idea of living people just, you know, being alive <laughs> and wandering around. Hey, I mean, they don't love it, but you know, more fine with do? it than, you know, <laughs> other people. Breathers are everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> So the four of you lock up the Void Jammer and head for Docking Bay 87, arriving in short order at a wide airlock set into a wall of reinforced glass, which has uh, a few other reinforced bunkers along it attended by undead Alabrians. And beyond the glass walls, you can see a line of docking segments connected to a single long walkway that's just exposed to vacuum, where undead dock workers come and go. And while most of the docked vessels have ashen hulls resembling monstrous rib cages, because Eoxians are badass, there's a destroyed luxury liner bearing signs of battle damage languishing in a nearby segment. Usually, you know, Miss Fanny's MO is worth like four different bags. Like, oh, one more second, one more second, one more second. And they're usually everybody's waiting for her (laughs) to get her last bit of like, you know, bags loaded up with goodies. This time around, it's, you know, Relora's there um, with traveling basically as like an engineer would, just with, uh, you know, their standard pack, their belt clipped with stuff that you would expect like engineers and technicians to to wear. And as they're walking out, like watching, you know, um, you know, watching at the, the, the you know, out the window or the, the glass, they'll slowly start shifting with each uh, step from uh, Relora to Esk, which was oh. their Sheeran, uh, Sheeran technician that was actually their form right before Miss Fanny. Uh, so they're they're going to be on the station as a Sheeran. Nice. And she'll send, she'll send out her little telepathic pings to everybody. It's like, oh, don't mind me. Just uh, putting on 
putting on a different coat is all. <laughs> nice. I'm going to have to talk to you about that someday. Here to keep Tarika on her toes. Uh, <laughs> I promise to be an open book and you know, give, I guess, what Sharon can, <laughs> Sharon, Sharon smile. Maybe the, the smile comes through telepathically, too, with their little, <laughs> little, little mandibles. Oh, yeah. I kind of, I do wonder, like, maybe, like, what a Sheeran smile is. Maybe it's, like, spreading the mandibles really wide or just, like, a general sense of telepathic, like, warmth or amusement being sent over. I'd like that. Email signature. Email signature. <laughs> <laughs> An emoji. Oh, amazing. Uh yeah okay so the part the the party has arrived at docking bay eighty seven and there I do want to call your attention back to the destroyed luxury liner that is oh, yeah. lined up along with all of these Eoxian vessels it really it really stands out let me go ahead and show you a picture ooh yeah let's see that sounds interesting ooh pretty yeah it looks pretty right wow um oh, that is it's a crazy. I like that huge white ship. Uh, it's it's very <laughs> it's very graceful. It's got these uh, golden embellishments, I suppose, uh, along the underside of it. It does kind of look a little bit like a plane. It's also extremely phallic. It's very phallic. Oh, well, okay, Isn't it beautiful? <laughs> Do, like, doesn't like. that just you know awesome. warm? I like this your, ship cockles uh <laughs> it reminds me of the starship titanic it's actually lilo yeah. and stitch vibes you know their animation oh, style yeah. was very rounded their spaceships always looked well everything on that cartoon was like round everything had like a round squishy feel that's true oh, oh my god it really does oh heidi just the posted starship uh oh. Adams starship titanic yeah yep. oh, it does look like definitely that. It's just missing the long uh, dorsal and ventral fins. Mm-hmm. Well, dang. Yeah. Um, if anyone wants to make me a culture check, they will be able oh, to yeah. identify what this ship is. Culture. I'll try. I don't. I imagine it has nothing to do with the underground, but get a plus five nope. if it does. Your underground uh, will not help you here. <laughs> uh, I only got a fourteen. Fourteen. Oh. Uh, let's see. 18 culture. 21 culture. Very Ooh. nice. That is an Opulus Drift Cruiser. They're made by the Opulus Corporation. They're based out of Verses. And this particular line of ships are extremely opulent, showy cruise liners that take people who are willing to pay many, 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 many credits to be taken out at sublight speeds, but at, at extremely high, uh, still at extremely high speeds, to cruise out to go see astronomical phenomena and stuff that, and like ast- astronomical events that are very rare. And you huh. pay exorbitant fees to be shipped out on this cruise liner to go observe those things. This one is not doing great. Huh. I wonder what happened. Maybe Beth Jesus was on there and had some bad things happen. <laughs> Beth Jesus. <laughs> Ooh, it I hate is, that guy. <laughs> it is sufficiently phallus shaped to be a Beth Jesus rocket. <laughs> the man does love his peanut, not peanut, 
The man does love his spaceships. Peanuts. Indeed. <clears throat> he loves a penis rocket, is what I'm trying to say. That's that's pretty much it. You heard it here anyway, first. Anyway, Jeff first. Jesus loves penis rockets. <laughs> I cannot talk today. <laughs> this is no worries. Yeah, no, like y- y'all shouldn't have let me GM today. That was a mistake. I'm, <laughs> it's I'm not, going fine. I'm Don't not worry. doing it. Anyway, so you know you're observing. All I can think of it is the peanut ship now, but you're taking a look at this cruise liner through the window, and uh, as you get closer to one of the little. Uh, bunker things that are along the glass wall. You see Tarika talking to one of the corpse folk that's working the checkpoint and she turns around and sees the four of you. Small amount of confused hesitation when she looks at Esk before, but she she knows at this point that uh, you know, Esk is a shapeshifter, so she's like, I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> And runs up to you, so excited. It's so nice to see y'all living and breathing. Oh, that was a dangerous mission, and you made it. How was the How was the trip back? Smooth like butter. It's nice to Long. have a place where I can stretch out my legs. <laughs> New ship isn't Trail. big enough for you, Friday. She kind of <laughs> elbows you playfully in the ribs. <laughs> it's a little small, but it'll do. <laughs> smaller than smaller than calamity. It's being facetious. It's <laughs> bigger on the inside. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Sometimes I don't get jokes or sarcasm. <laughs> I'm too wholesome and upfront about stuff. <laughs> anyway, I'm just a small bean. I'm just a small bean. Anyway, she gestures out the window at the wrecked luxury liner outside. Believe it or not, that unfortunate wreck right there, that's our next meal ticket. That's the Harlequin's Prayer Versite Starliner. Got popped by pirates. Hull burst, killed almost everyone on board. Sad, but, you know, I know how, how what you're thinking. How does that keep us in credits? Yeah, exactly. Well, we obviously we <laughs> repurpose it and like we we go and fix it up and then send it back to Opulus with the bill for um <laughs> making for fixing their ship for them. I like where oh, your head's at, there. but that wasn't my thought. Oh, okay. We scam the rich people that are left on board. That's also fun, but again, not what I'm. No, <laughs> we we melt the Wait, ship didn't down. Everyone we die. melt the ship down and keep the profits. <laughs> okay. Well. well okay. <laughs> I'm I'm the I'm the fixer here. So let me tell you what I found. All right. Uh I found a buyer on Vesk 2 looking for 50 tons of black hearts. Uh those are necrographed strips of dead flesh you can get attached to your insides to, you know, mm-hmm. ignore stuff that kills us living people like uh vacuum and radiation. And where do we get enough corpsicles for all those necrographs, you might ask? Well, you guessed it. She gestures dramatically at the wrecked ship outside the window. There's a broker named Riche who handles stuff like this. She's at the Revenant Urge, which is a, a club here on the station. So if you go talk to her and convince her to hook you up with the necrographs, we're in business. 
Should I tell her you're coming by? I already talked to her. Hell yeah, let's necro this up. This is dark. I like it. (laughs) She sort of shrugs at you. Like, yeah, I mean, a little. But, I mean, once you get outside of of the Edgecorp revenue stream, it's actually kind of difficult to find jobs that aren't a little, uh, you know, something. A little freaky. It does pay really well. It pays 20 BP. Well, as well it should. (laughs) Holy crap, that's a lot. I just realized what you said. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm, you know, it's... I'm assuming you're fine getting a little dark if it's, uh, you know... 20 BP, that's like... For a lot of money. That's like six years of work when we work at Fresh Corp. No kidding. That's like triple our deductions on our payroll. Well, we could really upgrade the computer system so that if we ever get faced by pirates, they won't be able to hack us yes, or scan us. and big old guns. Good thoughts. Oh, yeah, those are important, too. Good thoughts. <laughs> uh, actually, Tarika, uh, so we can have this ready by the time we record our next episode. Uh, oh, can, uh, can I give you this list that will be filled out later of, uh, of improvements we want on the ship? Uh, I mean that's not really my job, but sure. Well, can you help? I, can you help make her? I can. Uh, yeah, sure. I can help sort. I can help you source it for a modest fee. A modest <laughs> fee is going to be making sure where ship don't get taken, so you get your fee from all the jobs we do. Oh, heart. Oh, Friday. You know I'm just teasing you. Yeah, of course. I'm happy to help. I know. I know you're just joshing me. Uh, you're going to want to head down to a, a club called the Revenant Urge. There's a broker named Riche, who I've arranged to handle uh, handle the handoff. I think she's uh, got the contacts for you. Uh, I do have a couple couple quick notes, you know, before, before you get started. Uh, so we don't exactly have a contract for this. Uh, they ain't interested in telling us you know the, the the buyer isn't interested in telling us who they are until we arrive with like the goods in hand uh, and they've advertised this job across the packed worlds it's a whichever crew tracks the cargo down and delivers fastest gets the prize kind of deal and it it took you it took you a small bit of time to get here so we're not the first people that are trying to make some creds off of this uh a bunch of goblins already came by, made off with the drift engine from the wreck. Uh, I don't know what they think they're going to do with it, but the Harlequin's Prayer had a signal booster, which is why I'm telling you about this. It's a big step up from the basic drift engine on most starships, including the Void Jammer. So that just might be something you oh. want to go. You want to go see if you can pick up, uh, as well as as for the worst. Yeah, because it, it also could cut it could cut down on some time if you're able to install that in the ship. Because well, it helps navigation be faster. Engineer, so. Oh yeah, I could <laughs> yeah, definitely upgrade this the the engine. Get us some if we if we could get that piece, get the engine back from those goblins. I'd say why don't we just ask a few questions around here for a few minutes and then. Uh, Go, go visit those goblins. Sounds like a plan. Sounds good to me. I've been practicing my goblin by communicating with Dr. Sib. Wait, you used to be goblin? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I just, I mean, I picked it up in the last week. 
Dang, okay. I mean, it's been, it's been a solid, like, three-ish weeks, I think, since you met Sib. I mean, it's my ninth language. I'm, I'm kind of used to this at this point, so. Nice. <laughs> All right, flex on me, Super why don't easy. you? So, <laughs> Friday is going to roll his diplomacy to see what he finds. I used to work here at the station. I can ask some contacts. Great idea. Uh, that'd be a good idea. Excellent. Good call. Okay. Uh, roll your diplomacy, Captain okay. Friday. Uh, while I'm you're doing that. Mine. Oh, perfect. While you're doing that, Tarika is uh, going like, okay, well, I'll, uh, I'll, let, I'll let Rishay know you're coming. Uh, That's good. Don't, don't tarry too long around here because we got to got to get on this uh, 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 we're gonna get through this lickety split uh and that would be uh 26 for my diplomacy oh yeah you never fail at a diplomacy. oh yeah i well my my diplomacy now at level three is a plus 11 so oh my lord <laughs> he probably doesn't even need it but i did aid i got a 21 or that can be a separate role who cares either way <laughs> i i also rolled and got a 16 so <laughs> What you are able to find out is that the the dock workers uh, in this general area, they do remember the three goblins who took the signal booster to the heap. They were kind of hard to miss. Uh, (laughs) They were jumpy and chaotic and dragging a drift engine behind them. So it was, you know, hard to miss them. Uh, They remember the goblins kind of chattering about taking the signal booster to the heap, which is a junkyard in Bot Scrap, which is down a neighborhood down in the Spike of Absalom Uh Station. The engine was broken, so the goblins were able to get it from the Eoxian dock workers for pretty cheap, and they're pretty, and goblins are notorious uh, tinkerers, so they are, uh, you know, pretty hopeful that they'll be able to repair it, (laughs) quote-unquote, and (laughs) resell it. Um, That's what you do. Signal booster drift engine. (laughs) (laughs) Drift engine. Can I do a culture roll about the spike just to try and, because it is an underground kind of, from what I understand, it's sure. like a nasty place. So I would probably know some stuff with my yeah, absolutely. Um, the spike, the spike has a lot of different neighborhoods. Um, go ahead and roll okay. that and then I'll finish telling you what you're able to find out from the dock workers. Okay. I got a 24 with my bonus. You got a 24. All right. So... What you would know on a 24 is quite a lot. Uh, you've also spent quite a bit of time on Absalom Station. You have indul- you have met some super shady people. Uh, so you've <laughs> actually spent some time in the Spike. Uh, the Spike is sort of where the poorer elements of Absalom Station tend to live. It's where you'll find uh, more the you'll find the working class neighborhoods toward the top of it, and then the farther down you go, the sort of slummier that it gets. Uh, a couple of notable neighborhoods that. Ballad would know about. Um, you know, one of them is Bot Scrap. They're junkyards controlled by the Salvage Union. Uh, there's also a neighborhood called the Downlow, which is a relatively poor neighborhood, but lately it has been getting a bit gentrified in the sense that like trendy clubs and stores are starting to move in there. So Gross. it's it's a bit of an up and coming neighborhood in the spike. Uh 
yeah, you can think of a, a couple of different clubs that are down there. There's the Fusion Queen, uh, which you know <laughs> would be the headquarters of the Downside Kings, which is a local gang. And then also... Mm-hmm. Fusion Queen would have been a great name for a ship. <laughs> Fusion Queen would have been perfect. The Gem Fusion. Oh my God. That would have been a good one. So many, but the Void Jammer is perfection, and that's what you should stick with forever. Um, and then there's an entire level of the spike that's completely controlled by a gang. It's level 21, and they are very, they have very cleverly named themselves the Level 21 Gang. Cool. Uh, get on their level, bro. Get on their level <laughs> with the creative naming. They they didn't even name themselves something as cool as the Downside Kings. So no. those are those are just some highlights. You definitely have a lot of experience with the spike in general, but you are familiar with the junkyard that uh, the dock workers mentioned. Awesome. Um, Ballad also you got a twenty one. Yes. Yeah. On a twenty one, the dock workers would have told you that. Uh, a notorious Sheeran space pirate and free captain named Tremeshkin the Razor Carva was the one who attacked the ship in the first place. News bulletins all over the docking bay feature the Sheeran's face. You would also have been sort of told or are able to gather that the Harlequin's prayer had thousands of passengers, including the ship's owner, who was a Verthani fashion mogul, Otan Sema. And Sema, you would also know this from your underworld. Uh, background uh, was in debt to Blackwind Engineering who now owns the ship and leads the salvage operation and Blackwind sold the dead bodies to a specialized broker by the name of Rishe Tolvorin so you know Rishe definitely has those necrographs Tarika wasn't sure that she'd actually have the product Um, but you know for sure that she's got it And Friday, you are able to gather from just your conversations with others that although the stewards who are sort of the local police force on the station and in the packed worlds at large blame Tremeshkin Karva for the tragedy and the ship did sustain some weapon damage, the dock workers insist that only an internal explosion could have caused the kind of damage that was dealt to the ship's interior. Ooh. I don't know... uh... That's that's, uh, interesting. Okay. I don't know what I'm going to do with that, but uh, thank you. (laughs) Hey, you're welcome. I mean, you're just, we don't normally talk to like breathers, but we'll make an exception for you. You're a charming fellow. Love the skin. Yeah. Well, my sister's pretty, pretty close with y'all. So that's why uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm familiar with that. Oh yeah. 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 Who's your sister? What's her name? Her name's Wednesday. 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 Never heard of her. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, you know, that's like picking a she purple? needle. Uh, yeah, she's a purple girl. Uh, well, she, I don't know. She ran, she, she ran off with a, a Yoxian uh, a while ago. She might, she might be one herself at this point. I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. It takes decades. Decades to if you want to become a ghoul. Usually, you human breather types are like very wrinkly by the time we actually let you be ghouls. Uh, Yeah, yeah. She's a pretty. She has a. She's pretty talented, like me. She can get. She can convince people to do a lot of things if need be. But uh, but that's Uh, my. 
If she's as cool as you, I'll keep an ear out for her. Maybe we can be friends and I can help her get to be, get to ghoulhood faster. <laughs> yeah, uh, Wincy Francisco, that's her. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you much. Uh, well, one question, though. Whoa. Yeah, sure. Plus the inside, any idea why that would happen like that? Like who might have, like, was it, you know, malicious or was it just an accident? What do you guys think? Uh, I don't know. I guess it could have been an accident, but... I don't I don't think so. These things are pretty well made and like it wasn't an engine room explosion. I have some thoughts on that. I I feel like Ballad probably was done talking <laughs> with her peeps and walked up. Uh-huh. She's like, I imagine there's reason somebody on the inside may have uh planted something. Uh you might need to fill me in on that because I can't connect dots for the for the life of me. Yeah. Well, it's also info. You're an upstanding individual, so uh, <laughs> we have. There's some underground knowledge that I may avail you of uh, if we could step away and re- reconvene. Pleasure talking to you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come back anytime. Yeah, thanks. Maybe we'll go <laughs> grab a beer or something sometime. <laughs> <laughs> you're a joker, Friday. <laughs> <laughs> he he smiles and he did a little ting, uh, a ting on his teeth. <laughs> Catch y'all later, I say in Eoxian. <laughs> Yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What are you, what are you thinking there, Ballad? My thought is that <clears throat> Oton did she die? Did we find out if she died? Uh yeah, as far as far as you've been told, there were no survivors. Oh. Wow. I get the feeling someone was sent to be to collect on Oton's debt, if you know what I mean. I think maybe Rishe, our little contact, has more to do with this than we might think, but that's just a hunch, just a theory. Uh, well, let's keep that in our back pocket, and uh, hopefully they she won't try to collect on us while we're helping her out. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't owe her anything, and we better keep it that way from what I hear. Yeah, we need to make sure that any cargo we take uh, <laughs> gets to where it needs to be then. Uh, all right, well, let's head out, guys. Y'all ready? Yeah. yeah Are we, we ready? We need to go over to the heap. Yep, we're going to go over and see those goblins and uh, take care of that issue. So the crew of... The good starship Void Jammer uh, heads down into the spike. Ballad, I'm assuming that you kind of briefed everybody on what they're about mm-hmm. to find in the heap. Defo. Including the fact that the heap is very literally named. <laughs> it oh, is a large public junkyard in Bot Scrap, which hosts a massive pile of derelict starships, power armor vehicles, and other garbage. It is an actual pile of trash. When you arrive at the heap, well, you're sort of at the bottom of, think of it as a series of small mountain ranges. You can't really see anything around here. Uh, unless you, you know, climb to the top of the most prominent junk pile. So any anyone wishing to climb to the top of the heap, please make me an athletics check. 
Awesome. That's my best bonus. <laughs> Yay <Friday>. for Jess. <laughs> Friday, Friday sees a, an old captain's chair and he just takes a seat and go, let me know what you see at top. Uh, that's, a, that's a long way up. <laughs> Saren begins. Saren, Saren begins ascending and rolls a natural one, and I'm assuming <gasps> either falls or gets distracted uh, oh, yeah. by, by an interesting piece of junk. Oh my god! I got a seven total. <laughs> okay. Uh, what did you get again, Jess? Twenty six. Twenty six and esque. Oh goodness! It's athletics. It, it's, it's athletics. Oh gosh, that's a, like a plus zero. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, why my deck? Oh, it's acrobatics is high. I was like, why is my athletics so low? I've got a super nice deck, but that's acrobatics. Yeah. Uh, let's let's give that a whirl. Have fun. Uh-huh. It's great. Uh, you know what? Let me roll it in. Let me roll it. Friday pulls out a juice box and just watching you all try to climb this. <laughs> oh god, no, just that's like slurping. a four. <laughs> Uh, oh, is that a is that a four total? That is a total of four. Yeah, I have a plus zero to athletics. Oh, good God! All right. Um. So the three of you that chose to make the climb, you do all three make it to the top, but only Ballad isn't completely winded. Esk <laughs> and Saren, you are both fatigued. Oh no! Oh. No. Uh, <laughs> oh. It's been a while since I've climbed anything this that shifts this much. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I haven't. My bones have been brittle for so long. I'm climbing like an I'm climbing like an older humanoid, but I've regained much of my youth density. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> All right, buddies. Catch your breath. <laughs> Let me click on fatigue. You hear Friday yelling out from oh, everybody make it up there, okay? Slurp. Yeah, no, no problem. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sarah just waves. Like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, after you've caught your breath, although I do want uh I do want Ask and Saren to mark the fatigue condition mm-hmm. on their Got character him. sheets. Um, so. you are quite tired. You do hear uh just some whispering. It sounds like a hushed argument pretty close to the entrance of one of these paths here. Whispers are resonating from within a rusty gun safe that's lying half buried under a heap of trash and a squeaky, Mm. unsure voice speaks softly. But shouldn't we go have a look? What if that thing zapped Goog? And then someone with a a raspier, gruffer tone replies. If you're so worried, you go out there. You're the reason we're in this mess. I says, let's replace the containment unit. But no, I can repair the drift leak, you says. Let me laser weld the manifold, you says. Now look where we are. Hiding in a metal box, praying we don't get electrocuted. And the whispers stop as a petty scuffle seems to ensue (laughs) from within the gun safe. Hey. Hey, what's going on? What, did you hear that? I, yes, I did. I heard that. Yeah, I'm being Even pretty loud. Quiet. Like, I, it's obvious you're going to hear me. 
(laughs) (laughs) The door to the safe creaks open very slowly and you see one very long pointed ear and a huge red eye peer out from around the door. What, uh, wasn't doing nothing. Leave us alone. What? Okay, that's clearly a lie. I heard, like, everything you were saying. So, are you folks talking about the drift engine? What drift engine? We don't know anything about that. Never heard. Never heard of a drift engine. (sighs) Okay, listen. I don't know if it's, like, not what's not clicking here. Obviously, I already know everything. So, you may as well uh, apprise me of whatever situation is happening. I heard something about electrocution. What's going on? I have an engine, a very capable engineer with me. Make me a diplomacy check. <clears throat> Let's hope I roll good because my rolls. I'm okay, so um, happy you left diplomacy boy at the bottom of the junkie. <laughs> yeah, I only have a plus two. <laughs> so um, I got an 18 total. Eighteen's pretty good. Eighteen's pretty good on this one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and say that that because, uh, as you say, they they did pretty much already lay out the entire situation from inside the gun safe. Uh, the DC on that was pretty low. <laughs> they they sort of like reluctantly shuffle out, just be like, and uh, introduce themselves as Rattle Snarp, who's the the more gruff voiced. Yes, the more gruff-voiced goblin and Flea Grebe, who is the oh. squeaky one. God. And Flea Grebe says, like, okay, okay, we'll level with you. Um, we have the drift engine that we bought perfectly legally uh-huh. from the dock workers in dock, uh-huh. work, in dock 87. Very legal, very above board. You have to tell us if you're cops. Okay, do I look like a freaking cop? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, those stewards are sneaky. Like, show up I mean, anyway. yeah, but they're pretty, they're like pretty obvious. You say they're sneaky. They're pretty obvious from what I've seen. I don't know. They just look at each other and they shake their heads because obviously this know-nothing android is coming into their space telling them about their business. <laughs> Dog, I'm like super old and I've been working with the underground people for like my whole freaking life. So don't worry about it. Okay. Um, <laughs> you literally don't have to say all this perfectly legally. We talked to the dock workers. I know. I said, I told you, I know everything. Okay. Then don't you worry, get it. bud. Then you. Well, that's irregardless. We brought, we brought it here, the drift engine and flea grieve here. He glares at his sister like thought (laughs) that she could just like oh repair the containment manifold thinks she's some sort of you know expert engineer or whatever I am I'm very good at these things it exploded well sometimes stuff happens beyond our control and it's not about how capable you are stuff just happens but Good news is that, like I said, my friend here is also an expert engineer, so maybe a fresh set of eyes. Does uh, Saren wave at them? Yeah, Saren just waves at them. <laughs> <laughs> still, still too winded. 
<laughs> Perhaps a fresh set of eyes could help y'all. <laughs> no, you don't understand. He says exploded, but Rattlesnarp's an idiot. What happened is that it tore a hole in the material plane and a monster came out of it. Oh, okay. So that's more my specialty. And I Bella just manifests her whip and cracks her neck. And she's like, ah. well, cracks her neck, quote unquote. Nothing really happens because her entire skeleton is metal. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> she does she's, the gesture of cracking She's a synthetic neck. life form. <laughs> you, you hear the cracking of some servos. Ding, ding, ding. It's like, it's yeah, it's like a ding, ding, ding noise. Saren specifically installed some stuff for, you know. <laughs> so that she could crack her <laughs> for my For the drama, because they love drama. <laughs> uh, when you manifest your solar weapon, their eyes go huge. And Flea Grebe says, oh my God, yes, please. If you... Can you deal with the thing? Because it also it's it's got it's got our other brother Goog. He's trapped in the drift engine. Oh no, not Goog! Oh no! Um, Friday, we kind of like have a sitch up here. Might okay. need your help. I'm sorry to say. Okay. Just Is take it- your time. Like, don't don't wear yourself out climbing up here like these two. <laughs> I rolled a natural twenty, so I got a twenty-one. Oh yeah, <laughs> nice. no. Friday climbs up that heap of trash like he's been doing it since the day he was born. Not a problem. <laughs> I'm glad I build up my sta- build up my stamina doing uh, hay lifts. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> uh, so what's going on? Oh yeah, aren't you t- aren't you too adorable? Oh, now Captain <laughs> Goblins can call each other adorable, but mm-hmm. when other um, species say it, that's kind of a a no no. Okay, it's well, like demeaning. Don't uh, worry. Well, though. My apologies. Uh, so, what's going on? Also, in in Goblin, uh, Ask will turn to Sarens. Like, uh, does it sound like they've misaligned the actuator phase converters for that kind of damage to occur? Do um, I look like an idiot? Is what uh, Flea Group <laughs> replies to you, also in Goblin. <laughs> Jeez, I, I realize that you are probably a very skilled engineer, and I do not want to take that away. One of my closest friends is a very skilled well how, um, how close would you say you and Sib have gotten over the past few weeks BFFs Sarah doesn't have a lot of friends so <laughs> uh, also hobgoblin not the same thing as goblin so <laughs> fair true uh, I, alternatively Sarah maybe has uh, is still friends with one of the goblins from uh, from Junker's delight. Oh, I don't know. hilarious! Yes, I love that. <laughs> yeah. I love the idea that Saren's kept in touch with those guys. <laughs> um, yeah, we m- made a made some friends with some goblin engineers on a job a while back, and um, their stuff routinely exploded. Uh, it was lots of fun watching it happen, and so I I don't know what what do you think happened? I. I, I 
I honestly can't think about that right now. So, okay, but but essentially there was a leak and I was trying to repair the leak. And then uh, I turned on the engine because I thought that I patched the leak well enough. And, and when she turned on the engine, a giant rift appeared in like the sky and a monster with lightning came out and and honestly that's kind of the more pressing issue at the moment because our oh. our our brother is you know trapped well it sounds like it sounds like you actually did exactly what the d- drift engine's supposed to do you opened a, you. a portal to the drift it just something came out in a way that is not conducive to life um yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, it's certainly love- not going to be conducive of life oh when I get to it. So, <laughs> uh, Friday pulls out his uh, binoculars and sees see if he can see this creature and maybe get a explain it so somebody can maybe figure out what it is. From where you are standing at the top of this heap of trash, uh, you can sort of see through a few paths down these piles of junk uh, that the drift engine in question is located. Uh, a little bit to your south. You don't see any monster anywhere at the moment. Uh. As Tarika says, we're short on time. So, uh, Ballad, why don't you do your security sweep and let's move forward. Roger. I'm going to start moving. Make me a perception check. 22. A 22. All right. Mm-hmm. You're still seeing nothing as you move forward. Uh, if you move up onto the hill where the drift engine is located, uh, you hear from inside just sort of some some vague scramblings and some frightened, uh, just general frightened whimpering coming from that direction. Hmm. Interesting. I think there's something... Strange afoot here. That might be the brother. Let me get a little closer. Yeah, sounds like it might be Grog or Groog. My name Goog. is Goog. It's Goog. It's Coog. Goog. <laughs> Goog, are you okay? No. Oh, sorry. What's in there with you? Or where are you? Nothing's or what's in going here on? with me, but I locked myself in a maintenance hatch. I am not coming out, man. I'm not doing it. Like Zoinks. Right. Like Zoinks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Chill out. What did you see? What did you see before you locked yourself in there? What came through it the rift? was big and looked like a very tall human man, but it had a scary skirt and lightning was all around it. The skirt was lightning. Can I, can I make lightning. a... Can I, can I make like a recall knowledge check sure. to, uh, based off the description, like, I don't know, culture with that? Yes, absolutely. Hang on. Let me, let me, let me, let me look at the, the options for checks some, here. Could do some mysticism. Yeah. I was going to say, I just rolled a natural 20 on mysticism. For yep. Mysticism sounds about right. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I won't be able to know anything about this then. Okay. 24. Yeah. This is beyond my Ken. Uh, this is yeah. beyond the veil. Uh, did you also roll Angel for Mr. Yeah, 24. 24. Yeah, All right. So Fanny and Angel would 
kind of piece it together. <laughs> Light, lightning skirt is a uh, not exactly a standard description for this kind of thing, but you are kind of able to piece it together. He's talking about a lightning elemental. Uh, I believe this is a lightning elemental that they're referring to. Oh, flip. Uh, oh. I really don't like fighting those. With your excellent roles and your just general knowledge of lightning elementals, drift creatures, mystic drift stuff, uh, there is you, there is still an extra planar leak that this being emerged from. There's still n- next to the drift engine just a a slice of air. Uh, that there is some leakage between the planes, and you kn- you can you know from your own experiences working in the drift so much that if you get close to it, uh, and kind of close, I mean within fifteen feet or so, you will be the targets of uh, a, a vortex of flying junk. It's basically what Friday Ooh. does to people when he does his junk nonsense, <sighs> and you know that this that and. An extra planar creature like this, a lightning elemental that came from this plane, would be extra sensitive to stuff flying through it. Interesting. You know, I have concerns about myself, um, my body, and how that's going to (laughs) go if we have to fight that. Hey, why don't we do this? Ballad, you move forward just to make sure, protect Saren while Saren gets the hatch loose. I'll get some. I'm not for- coming out until that thing's gone. All right, I won't. All right, all right, all right. I won't. 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 Well, we think it's gone. I don't see it anywhere. My friend needs to like fix the engine. So, can you kill it first? I don't know because we don't know where it's at. <laughs> hey, buddy. There's there's nothing out here for us to kill. Hey, buddy. Um- <laughs> <laughs> As Saren speaks, however, oh, Ballad, flip. everyone is so focused on the drift engine, but Ballad, you're still scanning the area. Uh, and you do see popping up right over Friday's shoulder. Oh, flip. Shit, Captain, you're six. And uh, the lightning elemental thus described has wafted back into the Ooh. area. Everybody roll for initiative. Hey, that thing's kind of kind of hot yeah <laughs> i am um yep i'm not not attracted metal and to electricity it. <laughs> metal and electricity you know d- either we don't mix or we mix in the best way what you know a what shocking saying? personality <laughs> absolutely and i'm also getting a little bit i'm getting i'm it's giving a little bit pyramid head yes that's exactly what i was thinking oh. like sexy eldritch pyramid yep. head with lightning Skirt, like, li- yep, lightning <laughs> skirt. Was not lightning wrong. skirt. <laughs> it's badass. It's awesome. And he's very chiseled up here. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> not my type. But no. <laughs> I mean, any any anyone with a like, not anyone, I suppose, but most people who have the pronouns he him are not my type. So, yep, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, everybody give me that niche. Two. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Did you roll a one? No, I rolled a two. Oh, oh you I don't have a bonus. Because I'm fatigued. <gasps> right. That's oh, right. Oh, that's what yeah. 
Okay, so that's a, that's a two for Saren. What about for Ballad? Uh, I rolled a natural 20, so I got a 21. Oh, dang. Hey. Nice. <laughs> uh, Friday, what'd you get? Friday got a 14. Wow, we're all doing great. I, I still have Fantweska as uh, Angel's listing on the turn order, but uh, I suppose I mean esque at the moment. <laughs> Uh, 21 as well. 21. 21. 21. Twinsies. Get on our level. Level 21. (laughs) (laughs) Angel's just over there twinning everybody today. I know, right? 16, 20, 21, 20. And we are at the top of the round as the battle against the Eldritch Pyramid Head lightning skirted <laughs> elemental <laughs> uh, begins far beyond the stars is a oh. fantastic world's production oh it's not that coming yeah thank you all so much for listening to the show if you can't get enough of us you have other stuff you can listen to in the meantime we produce a second show the fantastic worlds podcast based on the reign of winter adventure path for pathfinder 1e And we also recommend connecting with our fantastic community on Discord and Reddit or by following us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, etc. You can find links to access all of those things on our website, fantasticworldspod.com. Also from our website or from fantasticworlds.cash, you can also access our previously mentioned extremely fabulous Patreon. Uh, please consider joining that. You can get access there to behind-the-scenes content for all of our shows, a whole extra Pathfinder 2E podcast produced exclusively for our Patreon subscribers. It is so much fun. You will love it. Go check it out right now. I am Abby, your galactic mistress, and you can find me at Bonanza Famine on Instagram or Twitter. I'm Heidi. I play Saren Caceres of the Void Jammers. Uh, you can find me on, at Twitter, on Twitter at Vamahillion, and on Discord at Heidelon, hashtag 5836. This is Angel running your delightful Astrozoan. Pick a name, any name. What's, what am I at right now? Ask, <laughs> ask, ask right works. now. Hey, I'm Ask. Um, <laughs> gonna I can be reached token. a little Shirin token at Espinoza916 if you want to be like, what, what? uh this is jess aka ballad your standard pink android cat girl you know just really bog standard run of the mill um you can find me at hank the clank this is your favorite space cowboy uh dustin you can find him at dustin alexander on the social so y'all medias if you enjoy our show do us a favor Please help spread the word to friends and family. Word of mouth is actually the primary way that podcasts like ours actually get any attention. So, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. go ahead and spread the word. Change their presets. Uh, Leave us a review on any, you know, platform that will allow you to do so. It really will help us out. And we'll see you next time. Far beyond the stars. Pew, 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 pew. Far Beyond the Stars is a Fantastic Worlds production and an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder Adventure Path Fly Free or Die is a trademark of Paizo, copyright 2020. All Paizo content is used with permission. So you can contact my sibling too, so we can, Wait, he can they can help you out as well. <laughs> Josh. Josh. <laughs> who's Josh? <laughs> Who is fabled the fabled Josh? <laughs>
I heard that's like uh, a wine. Is he the brand? brother of Timothy? <laughs> Josh Oliphant. brother, Josh Oliphant. <laughs> Josh Oliphant. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, listeners, you can't see, but Dustin cracked himself up. Like, he's dying. Dustin's, Dustin's dying from his own show. <laughs> uh, I lost it when you said Joss Oliphant. <laughs> 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 his lesser known brother. 